Word. Awesome. Pod um, 36. 36, baby. So excited. Mm-hmm. So happy. Today is the self-care episode, deep dive. Mm-hmm. Self-care and positive thinking. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Good topic for these pandemic times. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank, and this is all thanks to you guys, uh, people who participate in our polls. Thank you. Um, this is one of the ones that you guys requested, so we're excited to get into it and uh, give you guys content you want to hear. Oh yeah. Um, but to start out, we're gonna have a short check-in. What you been up to, Z? Um, not much this past week. Uh, I hooped a little bit. Uh, on was that just like at the it, was good. At, no, at Stoughton Gym. It's fifteen dollars every oh, time damn. to get in, and it's like I've been there three times this month. So I'm really debating getting a membership. So it's in Stoughton. Yeah, it's in Stoughton. Twenty four hours too. Oh wow! Do you have to wear a mask when you're balling? Yeah. So all around is still mask and whatnot. Uh, I'm about to be in crazy shape <laughs> from the restricted <laughs> airflow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's been good. I've been going to there and the Y. I've been consistent with that. I've been following my uh, my planner. This is uh, week two, which has been really nice. cool. I feel like my production has definitely increased. Uh, mm-hmm. I've increased the amount of time that I'm spending on all the tasks that I've planned out. So, um, yeah, I'll go through a couple tricks and stuff that have helped me through it. Uh, but it's not just a, I don't have a straight goal for when I'm going to stop or whatever. I plan on having it be like a lifestyle change for me. So yeah, it's, uh, but it's been going well. There's been some growing pains with it, but, uh, yeah, still, I'm still going to stay consistent with it, though. So I'm excited. Word. Yeah, I feel like that's not something you should just, like, do for, like, a like a little bit and then stop. Yeah, like... Kind of like a... Because I don't even want to give myself, like, the, the idea that, oh, I'm going to be doing this scheduling thing for, like, I, I don't... I only want to do it for a month. Or, like, I want to see if I can do it for three months... Like I don't want to have an end goal. It's one I just want it to be like right. something I do. Yeah, it's just like a life improvement thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Um, I've just been like doing school shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Typical meditation every day on day fifty three. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, yeah, no, it's wild. Um. I wrote in my writing class, I wrote a, uh, like a journal for this article on artificial intelligence in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really interesting to read and write about. Mm-hmm. It was like, so in the article, they like break it down into three types of learning where <clears throat> human, like humans are capable of all of them, mm-hmm. but AI AI kind of specialize in two of them. Yeah. AI uh, is pretty stupid right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but they went into like neural networks and like deep mm-hmm. learning systems yep. and it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but there was like the the knowing that, which is like knowing factual information. Mm. Then there's the knowing how, which is like experiential learning mm-hmm. where like like learning how to ride a bike and stuff and mm-hmm. like Shit like that, but then there's also knowing why, which AI like lacks. Yeah, which is gonna take a while. Once it learns why, that's when it's gonna take like a infinitely bigger leap forward. But um, it was a really interesting article, and I enjoyed reading and writing about it. Mm. That's Um, the one you sent me. Um. No, I don't think I sent you that one. Oh, I, yeah, send that one to me. Because the one that the other one you sent me didn't sound as like thought provoking and interesting as this one. 
Do you remember which one it was? Um, no, but all of my devices are uh, being used right now, so I can't check. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the lab. Yeah. <laughs> but interesting. I'll check after. Yeah. Uh, and then just had Valentine's Day. That was nice. We went to the restaurant where we had our first date at. Oh, that's super cute. So adorable. Cue yeah, the Oz. Fuck. Um, <laughs> we went there last Valentine's Day too. We uh, made our own chocolate covered strawberries. Oh, did you feed them to each other? No. Good. I think want to throw us. <laughs> um, and we also watched a couple episodes of The Sinner. Have you heard of that? No. It's interesting. It's like a detective show, pretty much. Mm. But um. Yeah. So overall, it was a good Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. I'm ex- I'm so happy to good. hear that. <clears throat> but yeah, that's all that's been going on with me. Um, let's get right into the self care. Let's go. Self care, positive thinking. Let's do it. Self care. Uh, so what is self care? Self-care is what people do for themselves to establish and maintain health and to prevent and deal with illness. It is a broad concept encompassing hygiene, general and personal, nutrition, type and quality of food eating, lifestyle, sporting activities, leisure, etc., environmental factors, living conditions, social habits, etc., socioeconomic factors, income level, cultural beliefs, uh, and self-medication. Mm. So it's basically like all sort of facets of your life that can play a role in your well-being. Uh, so yeah. Um, the ISF, which is... One second. I should know this. The inter- Oh, wow. International Self-Care Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, has seven different pillars of self-care. So these are the seven pillars of self-care mm-hmm. by the uh, International Self-Care Foundation. Mm-hmm. Is that what I said? Yep. Okay. Um, number one is health literacy. It includes the capacity of individuals to obtain, process, and understand basic health information and services needed to make appropriate health decisions. Number two is mental well-being, which includes knowing your body mass index, cholesterol level, blood pressure, and engaging in health screening. Uh, Number three is physical activity, practicing moderate intensity intensity physical activity such as walking cycling or participating in sports at a desirable frequency number four is healthy eating includes having a nutritious balanced diet with appropriate levels of calorie intake number five is risk avoidance or mitigation this includes quitting tobacco limiting alcohol use getting vaccinated Practicing safe sex and using sunscreens. Uh, good number six is good hygiene. This includes washing hands regularly, brushing teeth, washing food. Okay. Um, and then the final one is rational and responsible use of products, services, diagnostics, and medicines. And this includes being aware of dangers, using responsibly when necessary. Okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, just keep in mind, not every one of these are going to be exactly things that, like, every single person should follow, like, washing food, maybe, uh, or knowing your body mass index. Uh, you may not be as stringent on something that you just have to know. It's not a very good uh, identifier of fitness, so just keep everything with, uh, this is what this group believes which i think a lot of them definitely work but not every single instance you know it's just like a it's gonna fit differently for different people yeah i feel like this is like a work in progress yeah. seven pillars thing yeah and it's like an overarching thing it's not necessarily like 
you have to live your life exactly like this. Yeah. It is an interesting way to like break it down though into yeah. different categories. Yeah. I like uh, the categories too. I think they definitely work. So mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. They're definitely all like have something to do with self care. Yeah. Um so next thing I'm gonna talk about a little bit is time management and this vice article that sort of uh inspired this topic. Um so the article that I took a look at was why do I spend weeks avoiding tasks that will take me 10 minutes to do? Um, this is definitely something that I have struggled with in the past. Everyone does. And sort of am currently doing right now. For example, with like, I have to get a replacement license, but it will require me to call the RMV and I don't want to do that. Um, for like a variety of reasons, just because it's gonna like take some time, and I don't like talking to the people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so this article sort of breaks it down into it's like a mood management thing mm-hmm. where it's not like time has like nothing to do with it really. It's something uh, I've also seen that too researching because everyone has this problem. I've tried to fix it myself, and that was one of the main things that. I took away when I saw was that it was mainly about your like mood about your mood yeah um and it like talks about how it's like usually tasks that are like pretty low stakes and aren't like gonna directly negatively affect you like immediately Mm. right like me not having a my license is just like snapped in half, but I have it like taped right now, but mm-hmm. like it works. Like people whenever I've gotten like pulled over if or if I've needed it, people will just be like, Oh, well you better get this like replaced, like mm-hmm. but like it works fine. <laughs> it's never like you know? you're going to jail if you don't get this replaced. Yeah, right. And uh I've had it for like maybe like two or three years now. Just snapped and like Every time someone like says that, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get it, mm-hmm. I'll get it replaced, and I just haven't. Mm-hmm. But another thing that, in this personal situation, uh, I paid for my replacement, but they didn't send it to me, and they didn't even notify me like why it was. I had to like dig deeper and like call a bunch of people, and they were like, oh, you have a medical hold on your account, <laughs> and nobody was gonna tell my... you that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So that's like, I don't know, that kind of makes it a little more complicated, but it is like a similar situation to what this article was going on about. Uh, But one of the quotes that I took out of the article was, you're using logic to try and trick yourself into correcting behavior that's inherently emotional. Um, I just thought that was like sort of thought-provoking. Like, Yeah, I was going to ask you to like try to go deeper with that yeah so i guess in my specific situation is like uh i'm using the logic that every situation where i've needed my license up like thus far like my snap license has like you know done its job Mm -hmm. right like logically it's fine Mm -hmm. like it works and it serves its purpose but I guess, like, if I think about it on an emotional level, like, I sort of just don't want to deal with, you know, being on hold for 45 minutes or an hour or whatever. Yeah. Just because that seems like, I don't know, sort of like a waste of my time. Mm. But. No, I, I definitely know. understand that. I think it, it, and it's also a lot with, like, if you just feel uh, like, oh, it doesn't matter that I didn't do this thing or, oh, I don't feel like it like right now because it's boring or whatever. But it's really like it's still something that has to get done. So it's like you have to do it regardless. It's just like right now you're like telling yourself a bunch of different things to to 
reasons why it doesn't have to be done right now. And not even in your instance, in any situation, because I have I found myself doing that a lot too. So I had to look into it and was like, wow, like there's so much stuff that I should be getting done, but because I just right. feel a certain way at that time, like if I feel down or if I feel sad, I'll just like convince myself that that thing doesn't isn't as important as it is, even though it's right. importance. It's importance hasn't changed at all. It's just that like my mental state has shifted. So say if mm-hmm. you catch me a week later and I'm really happy, I'll be way more inclined to do that thing. But it's really just about like your your mood management that right is what it's it's and it's not easy. It's hard to control, but if as long as some of these ideas are sounding similar to how you feel in your life, then you can that's half the battle is just to recognize. Yeah. That's true. But I just thought it was like a interesting way of thinking about it that you're yeah. like logic using logic to try to trick yourself. Mm-hmm. I 100% uh, agree. The human brain. Oh, the human brain. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Mike was going into time management and I also, cause naturally, as we said at the beginning of the pod, I've been going through a scheduling, uh, I don't know, I guess a, a scheduling uptake in my life. So, uh, there's a couple time management techniques that I've been using to help me a lot. And uh, one of them is called time blocking. So the way that I'd use it, it's pretty much that as it sounds, you can create a schedule, create what works for you and block out certain amount of times to get things done. So what I like to do is at the beginning of my week, I'll write down tasks that I need to get done for the week and then think Mm -hmm think of how long it'll take me to do each of those tasks. Then naturally I'll schedule uh, times to do them uh, during the day. But, and I won't, and I'll try to avoid doing, uh, try to take big, large tasks and just chunk them together. I think that's something that a lot of people do. And I did myself when I first started, which I always take like, Okay, well, I have to study for three hours. All right, well, just yeah. block a time for three hours to study. But for me personally, like I that could be daunting. can't work like that. So it'll help a lot for me and maybe for other people if you break down large tasks into multiple sessions um, and small into smaller tasks. So instead of me doing studying for one at one time for three hours a day i'll study for four times a day or yeah four times a day for 45 minutes which has helped a lot now like i didn't it brought my whole uh focus level to another level because i'm not uh burning myself out right that's uh yeah that's really smart i mean that I can think of, like, a lot of things where that sort of uh, approach, like, applies and people try to implement it. Like, for example, like, the whole idea of, like, one day at a time is sort of a similar idea to time blocking because, like... Yeah. If you just think of stuff like, oh, like, say, for, for example, for college, like, oh, I have to do four years of all this crazy schoolwork and Mm -hmm. shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you just, like, break it down to, like, oh, what do I have to do today? Oh, mm-hmm. I just have to do this assignment. You know, I can do mm-hmm. that in an hour or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I also think about, like, how school, like, high school and shit, I'm pretty sure there was, there's some sort of, like, scientific study where people, the majority of people can only, or, like, they get optimal yeah, absolutely. Only like with like for fifty minutes at a time, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, think is like the number. So that's why like high school is like structured into fifty minute classes because mm-hmm. like people do need a break. They mm-hmm. like can't always like just be like zoned in for hours mm-hmm. and hours. Uh, which is why I didn't like. Well, which is where in some instances I disagreed with how college was structured, because mm-hmm. instead I would like end up having like one class for three hours sometimes, or I would have 
once a week for three hours, or I would have a class twice a week for, uh, for like an hour and a half, which is like mm -hmm. by the hour point, whatever happens in the last half an hour, like I'm barely listening to. So it's right. like, it, it, it questions a lot about how we structure learning. Um, mm -hmm. Because naturally, yes, there's a lot of people who just get through it. Um, but there's a lot of people who don't. So it's, I think it's, uh, if it was truly about the learning, I think they would do something about that. Um, right. Yeah. But I also wanted to talk about problems that you may uh, find or things to avoid. And uh, one of them is the planning fallacy, um, which is pretty much that in general, people think that tasks are going to take a lot less time than they likely will. So don't give yourself the best case scenario when you're trying to create your schedule. Um, try and give yourself extra time. Uh, every single block of time in my schedule, I have like 15 minutes to 25 minutes, depending on the task that I'm doing, where mm -hmm. I just have wiggle room just for life to happen. Uh, it's not it's difficult for you to just say, all right, well, 9.45 to 10.30, I'm going to read. And then from 10.30 to to uh, 11.45, I'm going to study. It's just not realistic. And uh, it can give yourself breaks in between. So, uh, right. yeah. I That's like another, like, uh, yeah. um, I think about what our boss sometimes says is, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Yeah. Um, this definitely, I try to apply in my life too. Cause it's I'll everywhere. get, I'll get stressed out. Like if we're just like, say I'm going to a new restaurant mm -hmm. in somewhere where I don't know, like the parking situation, for example. Um, and like we have a reservation for a specific time, I start to like just get stressed out because I don't know how long parking, like figuring out yeah. parking, is gonna take. Life can happen. Yeah. Yeah, cause and I hate fucking, pardon my French, uh, finding parking, cause a lot of this like signs on the street are like unclear on what they're saying, mm. like, oh from eight to six you can park for two hours, but you know. Not on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, or so the like day after really, a snowstorm. Or yeah, like really yeah. convoluted, like stupid parking signs. Yeah. So that whole situation stresses me out. So I try to leave like 15 minutes ahead of time and like 15 minutes after, you mm -hmm. know, to sort of give me some like wiggle room and just feel a little like more comfortable, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, I want to follow Mike with a... Uh a quote from Dwight D. Eisenhower, which is that planning is everything, plans are nothing. So even if you think that everything is going to go perfectly, at least give yourself 10 to 15 minutes between each task because you can create, uh, you can plan things, but you never know what can happen. So I definitely right. agree with Mike. That's a cool quote. Mm. Uh, my boy Dwight. I know. Shout out Dwight. It also made me think <laughs> of uh, another quote from Little Uzi Vert, <laughs> which was about it was it was actually pretty interesting. He he's very eccentric. Um, th those who don't know, uh, if you just look him up and search Diamond, little L I L U Z I V E R T Diamond. Search that up. That'll tell tell you everything you need to know. But. He had a good uh, quote where he was like, when I started, I, when I really started to make money, it was when I stopped focusing on making money and I focused on time. He was like, time, being on time and being where you're supposed to be and showing up is one of the most important things you could do, which I definitely agree with. I think showing up places on time and just showing up is super important. So I agree with him on that. Yep. So That's true. That's very true. Um, another side note, I I saw a funny thing about Lil Yachty. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> he like had, there was a quote in his song where he said something like, uh, 
she blow me like a cello or yeah. something. Yeah. And uh, then he tweeted saying like I. I thought the cello was a part of the woodwind family Instruments, yeah. at the time, but I forgot that, you know, it was like a, it's almost like a guitar, mm. but then he was like, I thought it was what Squidward plays, yeah. but Squidward, Squidward actually plays the flute. Sorry. And then there was like a follow up thing where like Squidward actually plays clarinet. Mm. So he was wrong again. Uh, <laughs> no, it is funny. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, it went past, like, my A&R and all these people. There's people who look yeah. over his raps, like, real, right. like, people who work for his company. And everyone just let it go. Yep, so it was pretty funny that thing just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I just saw that today. It was funny. It is funny. Uh, yeah, but another thing to avoid uh, is unscheduled free time which is super easy to fall into and super easy to do. Um, which I've found actually by scheduling out my time, I've avoided unscheduled free time a lot. Uh, on all of my devices, my viewership time has dropped. So for the past like week and a half, I haven't even really turned, I turned on my TV for half an hour. Um, so it's a lot down from what it was before. So it has been a positive effect. Uh, yeah. But the unscheduled free time is usually caused by something that you really love to do. So mm-hmm. don't schedule yourself like a robot. Like, yes, creating a schedule makes it seem like you're really robotic and you're creating a robot life. But you can schedule yourself times to do things you enjoy, uh, like your hobbies, different hobbies you want to pick up or even time to read. So it, um, it's definitely something that you don't, it's not concrete. It's based on you. So give yourself time to do things you enjoy. So just don't think mm-hmm. that it's a, a robotic type thing. True. That's smart. I don't do this. Uh, I usually, cause I, I haven't really been structuring my time. Like as, as you have been, mm. I'm just sort of making to-do lists every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I end up having a lot of like unscheduled free time. Mm. Personally, so. you already have half the battle down, though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just gotta like dedicate times to my tasks mm-hmm. and shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So next thing I'll say about time management too is just find a time balance that works for you and just try and stick to it as best as you can. Um, and try to avoid uh, self-comparison to others because a lot of times people try and uh, compare themselves to someone else they know who can work 60 hours a week or who seems to just always have everything done. So to try to over-schedule themselves and set really high goals. Um, right. But the in this case, less is more. So I would just tell people... Uh, this is a great quote that I, I enjoyed. Uh, the more you try to do, the less you actually accomplish. Uh, that's from the four disciplines of execution. And it's really true where if I tried to schedule myself for 11 hours a day with me waking up at 6 a.m. right off the jump, it wouldn't be possible. Um, right. Can't so, like bite off too much. Yeah, don't try and do too much with it. And that's where I think a lot of failure happens with scheduling time for yourself is that people try to overestimate and create too large of goals. So naturally, Mm -hmm. you know yourself better than anyone. It's better to start off conservative and then every week maybe add a little bit more time. Um, Right, until you find that balance. That's all life is, is a balancing mm -hmm. act. And like part of it is... Self-care is definitely a balancing act because it's Mm -hmm. all those seven pillars of, like, what, you know, trying to find what type of diet works for you, like, makes you feel Mm -hmm. as good as you can do, be, and, like, what type of exercise and, like, amount of exercise is best for you and how much time you should be dedicating to activities that you enjoy and stuff like that. So it's all part of balance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I agree. Um. Yeah, so get to the second segment about the positive thinking side of uh, self-care. In my opinion, I think uh, positive thinking is just 
the process of avoiding negative thinking. Um, I think it's impossible to constantly think positively, but it is possible to avoid negative thoughts, uh, mm. which I think a lot of people do have trouble with is just a lot of negative thoughts and self-doubt. Um, right. Which affects everyone pretty much, just in different different uh, amounts. Right. There's, I mean, there's a balance to this too, you know, because like you can like entertaining negative thoughts isn't like always productive but like you should you should be aware of negative thoughts Mm. but you shouldn't like put too much energy into them Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh this makes me think of like i don't know a lot of when people are like having tough times like a lot of uh advice that i've gotten has been like say say you're like in a rough patch in life you know uh you want to sort of be aware of it but also like recognize it as an opportunity to grow Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so this is just like another sort of balancing between it's also like part like perspective Mm -hmm. too um but yeah like on the other like i don't think you should always be avoiding negative thoughts i don't think that's healthy Mm. uh you should be aware of negative thoughts and negative things when they arise okay but you should also sort of put more energy into the positive way of thinking i guess Mm. if Uh, that makes sense does that make sense yeah i think so shout out um yeah, so a, a way to do this is uh, by identifying identifying areas in your life uh, where you do hold negativity. Uh, I tried this recently, and I thought it was pretty interesting. What I got back from it was you, if you ask a well-trusted friend uh, where areas of negativity you hold in your life that they view, and it should be pretty illuminating to, like, to how you view your mindset in different situations. So like a coworker that you are close with may think you show a lot of negativity at your job, which a lot of people do, or a close friend may believe you have a lot of negativity while driving. Um, Each of those things may have its own smaller causes that may overlap into the other, um, which can sound really daunting once you once you start to really put some thought into into those causes of negativity. So just try and break it down and try one thing at a time to digest one part of negativity at a time, not to overwhelm yourself. Right. Wait, so this is you like asked one of your friends to for them to tell you where they think you're negative or yeah where they think you have hold negativity in your life um which is interesting it should give a different perspective on on what you believe you hold negativity in you know um because there's a lot of negativity that you may hold but you can just be so desensitized to it you just don't even know or yeah you can't even digest it yeah like one what i'm thinking about like in this i just thought about like where am i negative in work and where am Mm -hmm. i why am i negative when i'm when i'm driving and it all sort of just boils down to like me wanting to control things Mm -hmm. uh yes and i'm sure other people will find other similar ways just like you did same conclusion right definitely like an objective view definitely helps like illuminate that sort of uh that process of like identifying your negative thoughts but yeah it's definitely a a cool idea um so yeah there's a lot of situations that may cause that Um, But mainly what you're trying to do is trying to think positively in negative situations. Uh, 
So a lot of times people put a lot, way too much pressure on themselves uh, about their negative thoughts or how their situation no one can really understand or that they're always going to be in a negative situation or always going to be, their life is just going to be the way that it's going to be. But I think it'd help a lot if people would just, if you would just take the pressure off of yourself um, Mm -hmm. and try to find a silver lining as difficult as it would be. Um, But if you're having trouble, you can also look to others to, to, for support. Um, And I do want to also stress that like that positive thinking isn't about burying negative emotions or avoiding difficult feelings. So it's not completely ignoring those emotions or avoiding difficult feelings, but it's also about looking to the positives. Um, So it is difficult to undo years of pent up negative emotions, but uh, negative thoughts uh, are a positive feedback loop. So a lot of times people end up in the situation where they're so focused on the now and the situation they're in now that they believe that it's always going to be like that. But Mm -hmm. even if they find themselves in a positive situation, they're like, oh, well, still, like, my life is terrible and and sucks and because of X, Y, Z reason. So even when they're at the highs, they're just waiting for the lows. So it's like... That's the positive feedback loop where it's like, oh, my life sucks. Like, it's just going to all end up being bad again. And it just, Mm -hmm. when it does, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because it's like, all right, well, see, I told you, look. So it's like, also, it's difficult, but there are always positives in your life. It's just sometimes you may be taking those things for granted, but they are there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, That's smart. Um, all right, I think we're, we're going to go into some of our personal self-care practices. Yeah, and what uh, we do and how we, how we can try to keep positive mindsets for ourselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I have been keeping my planner, which I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sort of just, mm-hmm. I think I... Right now, I have, like, a few weeks out. I just wrote down, like, all my assignments that I need to do and, like, when I'm supposed to be streaming and when I'm supposed to be doing the podcast and when mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to write down each day, like, what like what sort of exercises I should be doing. Um, what else do I write? Write, like, like small tasks, like, for example, like I, I'm supposed to be figuring out my unemployment situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like one of the tasks that I have to do in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, another practice is meditation. I've talked a lot about that on the podcast mm-hmm. and also prayer, which I haven't been really doing as much recently, but I like should be doing more of it. Um, another thing that has been a practice of mine in the past. I do it very like sparingly recently, but is making gratitude lists. Mm-hmm. Which I, I've yeah. never done, but I think those have a lot of potential to, to help people if they do have recurring negative thoughts. Um, yeah, for sure. I think it would help uh, a lot. When I, like I personally, I have been in those like, those loops where, you know, a lot of my thinking is negative and I get mm-hmm. in that loop of like one negative thought leads to another and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, it just keeps going. And the gratitude list definitely do help start your day off. Yeah. With so like, so Mike, can you tell, can you tell people a little bit about like, do, is it something you do daily or is it like a weekly thing or, uh, when, when I was doing it, like religiously I was doing it on a daily basis Mm. like every morning I would try to go I would try to make one Mm -hmm. and I would just list five like five things it could be three things it could even be one thing really but I just write down like usually five things Mm. that I'm grateful for and then also like what my intent for the day is Mm. basically 
like how I want to approach the day and uh, what I like some things I plan to do and plan to get done throughout the day. And uh, yeah, I've all, I thought that that definitely had a really positive impact on my life when I was mm-hmm. doing it. Um, and I do them like every now and again now mm-hmm. and I send them to a group of my friends. Mm-hmm. But now you're in a stronger back. place though after you were doing them for so long so yeah that that's that maybe why that's also a reason why you probably haven't been doing them as much as you have in the past true yeah that's true but i know people that like have been doing them like every day for like years Mm. uh and I definitely know that there's like benefit to that. Yeah. I think I think it a hundred percent works because like I said uh a little bit like just a second ago that like people you get caught up in all these negative thoughts, but if you literally start your day saying like these are things I'm grateful for, this is why I'm happy, this is these are positive places in my life, that right. that'll help you undo all that these breaks things. That pattern. Yeah, and I just wanna say real quick, like it, it it this isn't something that just happens overnight like you're just not going to undo years of negative emotions and the negative uh feedback loop that you get from these emotions so it's not just going to be a one day thing it's really just a change it's really a change of lifestyle that's just how it's would have to be right like all of these like practices are like you said, like it shouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to start scheduling stuff for like this month and I'm probably going to mm-hmm. stop. Like it's all mm-hmm. sort of like life improvement, life changes mm-hmm. that you have to like incorporate into your life on a regular mm-hmm. basis mm-hmm. F- in order yeah. for them to like help. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not always going to be easy. Some days will be better than others naturally, but it's a change yeah. of lifestyle. A lot of it, like, just comes with practice, too. Like, meditation is, like, a practice, and, like, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel better when I'm, like, in the routine of doing it. Making gratitude lists is, like, also a practice. Like, when I haven't made a gratitude list for a while, like, I'll just sit there and, like, be, like, blank, you know? I'll mm-hmm. be like, what the fuck? What am I grateful for? <laughs> yeah, know? why it'll, am I happy? <laughs> yeah. It'll, <laughs> it'll take a while for me to, like, recognize that type of stuff. But yeah. if I'm, like, doing them every day, I'll be like, oh, shit, this, like, you know, I love coffee. I love mm-hmm. the coffee that I have yeah. access to today, and it, you know? And, it, and it's crazy because the reason I've always been so fascinated by gratitude lists is because, just like you just said, like, after you do them a lot, you'll find more things you're grateful for. So I bet when when what will likely happen in my opinion might correct me if i'm wrong but i think mm-hmm. when you first start you're gonna start putting all the big things and it's gonna be like my family like my dog like my job like my car things like that but then when you right. get down to like months later and i'm sure years later it must be even crazier but it's like oh somebody held the door for me yesterday and right you'll find more things that propagate in your life. So it's definitely, I think it would, it's, it, it will be a positive feedback, positive feedback loop. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you're right. In that's one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites. I think the gratitude yeah, was like when I was, when I first started, it'd be like, yeah, like you said, like sort of, uh, general things like my family, my health, but then mm-hmm. like, it would be, as I like started to do them more, it would be like more specific things like, oh, the, you know, like having my job mm. and like the ability to do my job mm. and like the people I work with and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but it's all like practice. Mm. Um, another practice is just like um, trying to eat healthily because I mm-hmm. feel like that. That definitely impacts my mood. I feel like yesterday I went hard with Valentine's sweets and stuff. Yeah, naturally, naturally. I felt so groggy and like I was just like, you know, napping a lot all day and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I exercise, also yesterday for the first time in a long time, I went to the gym. Mm -hmm. I just felt so good driving home from the gym. Yeah. 
I haven't felt that good in a while. Yeah. Like after mm. an exercise. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but mm. I had access to the gym like equipment and just the like routine of going there and completing an exercise. It was just like rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um another practice that I find particularly helpful is keeping in contact with others and my friends. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I feel like I'm thinking about something too much and it's like not doing me any good or even if it is like something that I'm really interested in and like I I do want to like share that with my friends and I want to sort of just like talk things through uh this podcast in particular like is a good outlet for that type of thing too cuz me and Z talk about a lot of stuff and Mm-hmm. This is kind of cool where we can just, you know, record it and work on it together. Yeah, and give uh, you guys content, like things that you, because we also like talking about these things. And then right. you guys give us the positive feedback loop where you give us things that you want to hear us talk about. And mm-hmm. we'll, we love to do that regardless. So. Right. So one of my self-care practices is talking with friends and also podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, uh, and it's funny. Uh, that's why we're all. I'm at least that's why I'm always excited when we do a pod. Like I'm always right. excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. Right. Um, and my last one, like I don't really do this that much, but I do mm-hmm. find when I am in the habit of reading, mm-hmm. uh, my mind feels like a little more sharp, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I also, it's fun to like be engulfed in a book i guess because mm-hmm. it does activate your imagination and i don't know it's definitely fun mm-hmm. i agree definitely agree but those are all the practices of mine mm-hmm. um yeah so then my uh areas of personal self-care and positive thinking that i like to have are definitely exercising um Actually, I love to play basketball, um, hiking, riding my bike. Uh, then also talking with friends, similarly to Mike. I think a lot of people are feel that way too. Um, and recently scheduling my day, which is so weird. If I told myself that 10 <laughs> years ago, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? Loser. But, <laughs> yeah, like what is wrong with, like something's up. Uh <laughs> Yeah, but now it's something that I enjoy doing if I I uh, know, all right, well, these are the things I got to get done tomorrow, and this is how I'm going to get it done. It's definitely worked really well for me. Um, yeah. And also starting my day with things I enjoy. That's the thing that I've, I've found, too. Like, like I said earlier that my viewership time for my devices has dropped. Like, I'm not really on my phone as much anymore i don't sleep on my phone anymore um and like watching youtube or watching like netflix stuff like that has dropped just because my time's really scheduled now so Mm. starting my day with something i like because i really do like youtube (laughs) i love watching youtube videos so usually i start my day i wake up and for the first like hour i just do youtube stuff um so that's what has helped too uh yeah i've been i've been doing that too i've been like my days usually start with like me just having like a banana and coffee and watching youtube Mm -hmm. the algorithm is good ai for youtube is good (laughs) yeah it's really good yeah sometimes i'm like what is it why is it even sending me this but usually i'm (laughs) like yo this this thing knows exactly what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then another thing is uh, not letting day to day emotions govern my overall goals. So, which is a difficult, has been difficult, but with scheduling has really been the backbone of how this has worked. Cause some days I haven't really felt like doing anything or felt like, uh, felt like following the schedule but just forcing myself to sit down and just do it has helped um 
and focusing on the positives, not the negatives has helped a lot too. Like, all right, well, I'm actually here doing it. Like, I'm, I don't want to, but I'm still here, which has helped a lot. And yeah. um, I feel like scheduling also sort of like reinforces that because you can sort of look at what you've done during the day and like feel proud of that. Yeah. You know? That's how I feel at the end of the day. I'm like, look at that schedule. Like, you did all yeah, that I stuff. Did all like, that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's not like, for me, it's a lot of stuff. So I feel good. So, yeah. That goes with my last point. Not focusing on others has helped mm-hmm. a lot. As long as I focus on myself and focus on my schedule and do my day to day schedule, I should be all right. So. That's another big thing. Just focus on yourself and your schedule, and it should get you where you want to be. Because all you can really control is yourself. Absolutely. Um, 100% agree. That's that's what you guys should take away. All you can control is yourself. And that's why you got to take care of yourself. Self-care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Self-care. Crossed arms. Lean back. <laughs> Fat Joe, shout out to Fat Joe, lean back. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna end the pod with a discussion question. So let's mm-hmm. all take a communal breath. <sighs> nice. Um, so we talked about the pillars of self care today. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also gonna be posting this poll or this question on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, which pillar of self-care is most important to you? Going to take a look at the pillars. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, we got health literacy, mental well-being, physical activity, healthy eating, risk avoidance or mitigation, good hygiene, rational and responsible use of products, services, diagnostics, and medicines. And just for this, I'm going to say we're not going by the the definition provided for mental well-being. Cause yeah. yeah. I feel like mental well-being is definitely an important one for me, but I don't mm-hmm. think it depends on knowing your BMI, cholesterol level, yeah. and blood pressure. Yeah. I think it would uh, have to do more with like, uh, doing things you enjoy or uh, meditating, reading, right? Uh, taking time out your day to just breathe, like right. It might so have I to agree. do with like you know, uh, even like you know, knowing when therapy might be a good idea and like stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think it's like limited to knowing like all of your physical stuff mm-hmm. and and like it and pressure. it's like these things are really just uh also your uh perspective on it so if you think mental well-being has something to do completely different but it helps your self-care then absolutely so but it should still leave you with it should still leave us with the same final destination where uh you choose one that you think best helps your life or you both, you most, uh, attribute to your self care. Right. Um, so what do you, which one do you think is yours? See, um, easily physical activity. Uh, yeah. Like someday, some, I, I love basketball and I've realized like I love it like capital letters and (laughs) I found sometimes when I go to just play I'll spend hours playing it and then after I I haven't recently had a time where I haven't played basketball where when I stop I haven't said I love playing basketball like every single time (laughs) um so that's funny to imagine I know it's really crazy. And this is the past like eight times, literally. <laughs> so yeah. And it, and it has a full spectrum, not outside of basketball too. I like to lift. I like to go on hikes. Um, mm-hmm. I like to ride my bike. Uh, yeah, definitely physical activity. Well, and yeah, above. it's definitely like a huge one. Um, 
Another thing I sort of want to go into, maybe this could be another deep dive that we do, but like being in a flow state. Uh, you said being in what? A flow state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because I feel like I get that most with physical activity. I'm, I'm sort of trying to... Broaden? Um, yeah, broaden like my flow state capabilities mm-hmm. absolutely and i did like research on it like mm-hmm. i guess cacao helps like uh really influence flow state yeah so i got like cacao powder and i've been putting it in my coffee mm. um but yeah that might be a good topic for another deep dive mm. yeah uh, because i've really because i bet if if we were to have meditation and the mental well-being You've definitely meditation was another big yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, you've definitely added to your ability to get into a flow state in your mental right. well being in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe we could consider that as another topic. Um Yeah, I like that. I think physical activity and healthy eating are definitely huge ones, but I feel like my most important one would be my own definition of mental well being which could like be like sort of ties back to the vice article with like mood management. Like I feel mm. like if you're not in a, like a good mental state, then everything else can like sort of be like harder to do. And like absolutely a lot of stuff will like just fall by the wayside. Cause yeah. you'll just like either not have the motivation to do stuff or, you know, I don't know. I feel like it all just comes down to like how you're feeling and that your mental state. So Mm -hmm. the mind body relationship is crazy because if your mind doesn't want to go somewhere, your body's not going to go somewhere. So if you're, if your mental well-being isn't right and everything isn't straight, then everything else is just going to fall to the wayside too. I completely agree. Right. That's funny. I think about, uh, uh, like sayings like uh just take your body and the mind will follow or whatever yeah. like shit like that take your mind and the <laughs> body will follow uh i feel like people can use it both ways <laughs> cuz like say like like there's a comedian that i talk or that i've listened to and he says that when he like first went on stage he just thought about like if i just keep putting my foot in front of the other foot then i will just be on stage you know like physically (laughs) and then like his brain will follow you know what i mean Uh, okay so it can be interpreted like different ways but that's another interesting question i think because it definitely can be interpreted both ways but i think that it's take your mind and your body will follow yeah so you said and you believe you're in your uh take your body and your mind will follow. I mean, I feel like there's, there's ways for like, there's situations where both ways of saying it. Absolutely. Can be, like applied. I think, you know? I don't think there is at first I was going to say that there's only one way for you to say that saying, but because of what you just said, Trent made me think, all right, maybe not. So right. like, if you're thinking about mental well being, like in like, having a positive attitude for like doing you know like working out and shit mm-hmm. like that then like i would say like the take the mind and the body will follow would be more applicable but like mm-hmm. if you're saying like conquering fear like the getting on stage situation then like you know bringing the body there and then the mind will follow might mm-hmm. be more applicable but it's interesting let us know what yeah. you guys think because i'm curious to see what people think about that which they believe yeah that might be a hard one to to find a poll on but if you have a take on that question and that phrase Mm -hmm. send us a dm at dtms underscore podcast Mm -hmm. um we will also be posting a poll for which seven pillar of self-care you find most important in your Mm -hmm. life so Mm -hmm. also chime in on that poll yeah absolutely excuse me mm-hmm. pardon me uh, all right 
Feel but yeah, good. that was our deep dive of self care. Yeah, thanks for coming, guys. So excited. <laughs> hope Every you time. guys are all taking care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, hope you might have learned something or mm-hmm. heard something useful. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Thanks again, guys. See ya.